Hey guys, welcome back to the Growing with Joe podcast, or welcome if you're new. I'm your host, Johanna. I am so excited for this episode. You guys have no idea. I've been planning all of the fall content and the episodes that I want to make, and I've just been getting really in the spirit for the holidays. I know it's very early, but I don't really care. I always start early because fall is just such an exciting time for me, and I love doing holiday activities. I'm starting a fall diary series on TikTok, so you guys should definitely go follow me on there if you haven't already. My username is at Johanna Coopy, but I will also have it linked down in the show notes for you guys, as always. But I've been filming some fall content for that, and it's just been sitting in my drafts, and I cannot wait to post it for you guys. I also started another series on my TikTok, which is a self-care challenge that I created myself. I actually took the time to sit down and write 20 things in my notes app that I could think of, but it is a 20-day routine that you can follow along with if you'd like. Obviously, if you listen to my podcast, then you have some interest in self-care and self-improvement because that's kind of my brand on here and my niche. So I thought that you guys would really enjoy that on my TikTok. None of the activities in the challenge are super extravagant. I wanted to make the challenge affordable and something that anybody could participate in because I feel like sometimes with self-care routines and challenges, they're not always realistic and not everyone can do those things or afford them, such as juice cleanses or going to Pilates classes and getting facials and massages. I wanted to make the challenge something that anybody could follow along with. So I mentioned things such as getting fresh air, taking a relaxing bath, writing five affirmations, just really simple yet refreshing things to add into your routine. So if you're interested in that, you should definitely go check out my TikTok and give me a follow, turn on the notification bell. I've been trying to be more active on there and build more of an audience because you guys can't really see me on the podcast. You don't have a visual. So if long form content isn't really your thing and you don't have the time to sit and listen to a 40 minute podcast and you like watching shorter videos with a visual, then definitely go check me out on there. I've been very active on there recently and I've been trying to post at least once a day. But now we are going to do the weekly affirmation. If you're new to the podcast and you don't know what I'm talking about, in the beginning of every episode, I share an affirmation to start your day or your week off great on a positive note. So today's affirmation is, I know that self-care is essential, not a luxury. Amen to that. I feel like self-care and people that prioritize it kind of have this stereotype that their high maintenance, but personally, I don't think that's the case. I would argue that self-care is essential. There's nothing wrong with having a 10-step skincare routine. There's nothing wrong with working out five days a week. There's nothing wrong with splurging on facials or massages or products that make you feel good. If it makes you feel good, then do it. If it's benefiting your mental or physical health, it's not a luxury, it's a necessity, and it's important to take care of your body. So don't ever let anyone make you feel bad for investing time and money into self-care. It's essential, and if it makes you happy and healthy, that's all that matters. But moving on to the weekly favorites, if you're new and you don't know what I'm talking about, again, in the beginning of every episode, I also share something that I'm currently loving. It could be a food, product, activity, literally anything. So I recently got this hair oil and when I tell you guys that I am obsessed with it, 
I'm not even kidding. It is worth every penny. I was looking for a hair perfume on Amazon because I have been using regular perfume on my hair for years to make it smell good. And I didn't know until a few months ago that that is actually so damaging for your hair because most perfumes contain alcohol in them and your hair is very porous so it dries it out so I found a hair oil on Amazon that contains no alcohol and it's all natural and it literally smells like heaven I cannot stop smelling my hair it is the Aura of Oud hair oil in the scent Almaz. And fun fact, Almaz actually means diamond in Arabic. I didn't know that until the other day. I just learned that. But it's all natural, like I said. And it's perfect to use when you just want to refresh your hair and make it smell incredible. I use it on my hair after I style it so it doesn't smell burnt from the heat that I'm using on it. And I will also use it if I just need to wash my hair and I want it to smell better. Like if I'm on day three or four hair, that's when I will use it for sure. But I'm telling you guys to get this stuff. It is so worth it. The scent is so unique. I've never smelled a perfume anything like it before. And it is so bold. It lasts all day long. I'm pretty sure there's notes of jasmine and sandalwood in it. I could be wrong. But if you look in the reviews on Amazon, I'm sure it'll list the scent notes. But another thing that I like about it is that it doesn't make your hair look oily or greasy. I hate putting products and oils on my hair right after I wash it because I feel like it makes my hair look dirty and it defeats the whole purpose of me washing it. But this stuff does not do that. But I do have it linked in my Amazon storefront if you guys want to get it for yourselves. I always have it linked in the show notes for you guys. And the hair oil is linked under the hair health tab. But I promise if you guys get it, you will not be disappointed and you will get so many compliments. You will literally turn heads when you're wearing this stuff. I recently just got my hair cut and I wanted curtain bangs, layers, and the split ends cut off. And even my hairstylist complimented me on how good it smelled when she was washing it. So trust me and make sure you get it. You will not be disappointed. I promise. But now we're going to jump into our topic for today. I am so excited for this one. I know that I say I'm excited for every topic every week, but I am for this one especially. So today, as you can see by the title, I'm going to be talking about becoming the main character and romanticizing your life. And I'm honestly surprised that I haven't made an episode like this already because I talk about this type of stuff all the time. So I feel like I should have made an episode about this ages ago, but I haven't. So I'm really excited to finally be talking about this. And I feel like this is the perfect time to upload this episode because it is almost fall. I always romanticize my life so much in the fall and the winter. It is my favorite time of year. I literally will pretend that I'm in a Hallmark movie because I'm that delusional and it's fun. So I thought that this was the best time to talk about this topic. And also, if you struggle with seasonal depression and you are dreading summer ending and the holidays and the weather change, I feel like this is also perfect for you because... I genuinely think that romanticizing your life and making the best of it helps so much with that. And I say that as someone who used to struggle with seasonal depression really badly. If you're new to the podcast and you didn't know already, I do currently live in Pennsylvania. So we get all of the seasons here. And some people that I know personally get seasonal depression really badly because 
we just get really gloomy, dark, and cold winters here. Like, my best friend gets seasonal depression worse than anybody else I know, and she dreads changing the clocks and it getting darker earlier and colder, and she said that she's also kind of grown to hate Christmas and the holidays, which is sad because she used to love it, but that's because she works in retail and it gets really busy and hectic during that time. And it just really messes with her mental health. And I told her to help with that. We are going to make the best of it this year. I promised her that we would go to fall festivals, pumpkin patches. We're going to carve pumpkins, bake, watch scary movies. We're going to cut down a Christmas tree, decorate, watch Christmas movies this year all of the things because I truly believe that romanticizing your life improves your mental health so much. I don't care if people call me delusional or crazy for saying that. I think it's better than just sitting in your room doing nothing and feeling empty and sad. And I noticed that whenever I started romanticizing my life, making my days more fun and exciting and doing the things that I wanted to do, I noticed a huge change in my mood. So that was a very long intro, but we are going to get into it now. So I have five tips written down on how to become the main character and start romanticizing your life. And then later on in the episode, I'm going to be talking about fun little fall activities that you can do to spice up your days in the upcoming season. So the first tip that I wrote down for how to become the main character and start romanticizing your life is realizing that life is what you think it is. You have to reframe your mindset. So for example, like I said earlier, I'm from Pennsylvania and most of you listening to this, if you've never been to Pennsylvania, you probably picture it in your head as a bunch of farms, cows, horses, corn. We have a lot of that here. Fortunately, I'm from the city, so there's more to do in my area. But if you go outside the city, there really isn't much else to do. Like my state is kind of known for having a bunch of farms and hills. There's not really much to it. So I could either A, sit here all day and complain and say there's nothing to do here. I'm from a small town. I don't have many options. It's so boring here. Or I could B, look at it in a different way. I could say, you know, I'm from Pennsylvania where we get all the seasons. I'm fortunate enough to live near pumpkin patches and live in Appalachia and be able to see the leaves change different colors and be able to go to farms with hay rides and Christmas tree farms and actually be able to experience the snow. Some people live in areas where they have never seen snow in their entire lives and it's always hot and they never get to experience that. And I'm sure there are people out there that wish they could. I know some people travel all the way across the country just to experience the snow during the holidays. A lot of people go to New York City for Christmas, and that's actually a dream of mine. I will be doing that someday. But anyways, it's all about perspective. Instead of me whining about the circumstances that I was given, I'm going to choose to make the most of it because just sitting here and complaining about it is doing nothing for me. It's not benefiting my situation. Like just sitting in the house, whining about there being nothing to do instead of at least trying to find something to do isn't helping me. So you have to try to look at things differently. If you think that your life is boring or mediocre or not that exciting or you're living on autopilot or repeat every day, it's probably because of your mindset. 
you probably just started telling yourself those negative things and eventually you started to believe them. You believe whatever you tell yourself on a daily basis and you're not making an effort to see the positive side of things. You're not trying to be optimistic about your situation. So it's really important to look at things in a different light. Like I used to tell myself all the time, I hate Pittsburgh. I can't wait to get out of here. There's nothing to do here. All we have is sheets and Walmart. But I wasn't even making an effort to try different things and make my life more exciting and add more things into my routine. All I was doing was complaining and making myself feel worse. So you have to stop focusing so much on the negative and start thinking more positively about your life. And I know that's easier said than done, but even just trying to be open-minded and look at things in a more positive light is making baby steps toward improving your life and your mental health. And also, another way that I mean life is what you think it is, is if you believe that you are the main character of your own life, you will become that. You will present yourself as that. I saw a few posts on TikTok and I can't remember exactly what they said word for word or who posted them. I should have screenshotted them, but someone said something along the lines that to have a main character mentality, you cannot believe that you are the background character of your own life. You can't sit on the sidelines. Life is in a spectator sport. And I love that so much. I think it's spot on. And I know some people think that it's narcissistic or selfish to think that you're the main character, but who wouldn't want to be the main character of their own life? This is your life. Live it on your terms. This is your story and you are the author of it. And I think there's nothing wrong with that. Obviously, some people can take it to the extreme and I'm not saying to do that, but what I am saying is to put yourself first live your life to the fullest, and romanticize it as much as possible. You're not hurting anyone by doing that. Like, if you're not living your life for yourself, who are you really living it for then? Really think about that and ask yourself that. That's why I think it's so important to have main character energy. So the first step is having that mentality shift. Start telling yourself, this is my plot. I'm the director. I have the power to change my life. I can make my days as exciting as I want them to be. I can do whatever I want. I'm in control of my own life. And that's the coolest part. And this actually leads me to my next tip for how to romanticize your life and become the main character. And that is that life is what you make it. I think a lot of us tend to forget that we literally have free will. You can go out and do whatever you want to do. I wanted to start traveling. That's something that I always wanted to do as a little girl. I've always dreamed of going all over the world, so I did it. I wanted to grow following on social media and have a platform. I've watched YouTube since I was probably 10 years old, and I've always dreamed of making content online, so I did it. I wanted to dabble into modeling. I did that as well. I wanted it, so I did it. That reminds me of the song Seven Rings by Ariana Grande. She says, I see it, I like it, I want it, I got it. That's going to be my new life motto from now on. <laughs> but if there's something you want to do, do it. No one is stopping you but yourself. If it makes you happy, make it happen. If it makes your day even slightly better or it helps with your mental health or improves your mood, by all means do it. Even if you think it's something small or silly. Some things that I do to make me feel like the main character and like I'm romanticizing my life are one, getting cute and sitting in a coffee shop and just doing work. 
I love working on this podcast at my local coffee shop. It's just something about sitting and listening to the indie music they play and having my pumpkin spice latte and doing work. It's just such a vibe for me and I usually go at least once a week. So it's fun for me because it gets me out of the house and I'm in a new environment and it helps me focus and get in the zone and it's genuinely fun for me. I look forward to going and if you don't run a podcast or a social media, maybe go in and work on schoolwork or if you're able to work remotely or just online shop on your laptop. But that is just one thing that makes me feel like the main character. I love it so much. And being surrounded by other people that are working also motivates me. So that's another reason that I go. Another thing that makes me feel like the main character is playing jazz music and doing my entire night routine. So for me, this means taking an everything shower, doing a face mask and my skincare, using my gua sha, putting on my silk robe and fuzzy socks, putting essential oils all over my skin, washing my sheets and getting into a freshly clean bed and then watching YouTube or Netflix afterwards. That is like the ultimate main character activity to me. And I don't know what's wrong with me, but I've just been getting so tired of rap and hip hop music and I listen to the same R&B songs all the time and I'm starting to get tired of them as well. So I've recently been listening to jazz a lot when I'm getting ready and I don't care if people call me a grandma for that. Don't knock it till you try it. Not all jazz sounds like elevator music, but it literally makes me feel so fancy like I'm in a spa doing this luxury skincare routine. You guys are going to think I'm crazy, but like I actually do this stuff and it works, but I highly recommend doing that. My playlist is actually on Spotify. I can try to link it in the show notes for you guys if you're interested in listening to it. I promise it's a good playlist and I think some of you will actually really like it. But another thing that I do to feel like the main character is whenever I'm working out or walking especially, I will either play a good podcast while I'm walking... (laughs) I'm trying not to laugh as I say this out loud because I know it's going to sound ridiculous to some people, but the girls that get it, get it. Or I will play a Victoria's Secret Angel playlist on Spotify and it just really motivates me just pretending I'm walking on the runway, doing my motto walk, owning the place on the treadmill or the trail. People are going to think I'm actually nuts for this, but oh well. It's just so fun. That's why I do it. But that's what I mean by if it makes you happy, then do it no matter how ridiculous it sounds, no matter how weird it might sound to other people. Like that is something that genuinely motivates me to work out and get my body moving. So if it'll help you, then you should do it too. But I will try to link that playlist as well in the show notes for you guys. If I can, I made my own little playlist for whenever I'm walking and going on the treadmill at the gym. But the last thing that I can think of off of the top of my head that I do to feel like the main character is just blasting music in the car with the windows down. Doing this always just reminds me of summer because I would do that with my friends all the time on summer break in high school and it's just so nostalgic for me. 
Anytime it is 65 degrees or higher, you better believe the windows are getting rolled down and the car volume is being maxed out. I'm probably going to blow out my speakers eventually, but it's something that I love to do. My mood just instantly improves. So that's what I mean by if something makes you happy and makes your life feel romanticized like you're in a movie, do it. Even if it's something really simple, like all of those things that I just listed are very simple things. They're not extravagant. They're things that anyone can do. I think it's important to find beauty in the small things and appreciate them. That's how you truly romanticize your life. You make every moment feel special, even if it's something minor. And this leads me to my next tip for how to romanticize your life and become the main character, which is doing at least one thing every day to spice up your day. If you feel like a background character in your own life or you feel like your life is boring, it's probably because you're living on autopilot. You're going to school the same time every day. You're going to work the same time every day. You're taking the same route every day. You're coming home and eating the same meals every day. You're watching the same show every day. And you've just gotten yourself in this routine and you've probably just gotten bored from it. So something that helped me was doing at least one thing to spice up my day every day. Whether it be just going to Starbucks and treating myself to an iced coffee rather than making one at home. Going for a walk on my local trail if it's nice enough rather than just going to the gym and actually seeing some scenery and getting fresh air. Instead of just like walking in one place and staring at the wall. Creating content is something that also spices up my day, whether it be drafting a new podcast episode and a new topic or just filming content for TikTok or brand deals I might have. Making content is so fun for me. I love just recording what I'm doing and editing it and sharing it with my followers. I also like making different meals and trying different recipes. I did this a lot during COVID when quarantine was going on. I was so bored inside my house going insane. So every day I looked up recipes on Pinterest and Google and I would try to recreate them. Same with baking as well. It's fun to try different food and learning new recipes can also be a fun activity to do. I don't know about you guys, but sometimes I get bored from eating the same foods all the time. So if you're like me, then I recommend trying new recipes to make. That will definitely spice up your day. Also, if you're over 21, you could maybe try making different drink recipes. Like making new cocktails sounds so fun. I wish I could do that, and I definitely will be doing that once I'm 21. I have three more months to go, but I'll get mixology videos on my For You page on TikTok all the time, and some of the drinks look so cute and good. You could also make holiday-themed ones, like spiked eggnog for the holidays, or some kind of spiked cider. I think that would be literally so fun to do. Another thing that I like to do to spice up my day is just playing music on my speaker and cleaning my house. Like, I love opening the windows and getting some fresh air in my house as well if it's nice enough, but there's just something about a clean house with the candles lit and it's smelling good and... This is going to sound so lame to some people. I'm going to sound like a mom, but I genuinely think it's so fun to play music and deep clean my house. I love doing laundry and organizing and decluttering, and I feel so good after it's complete. Having a clean space is so refreshing to me. 
I also really like to decorate as well. That's always been one of my hobbies, which is something that I always look forward to doing during the holiday season. So playing Halloween or Christmas music while decorating your house is so fun. I was just at HomeGoods the other day and they have so much cute fall decor in right now. I bought some new throw pillows and some candles and little fairy lights for my room. It just really gets me in the spirit for fall. And another thing that I like doing to spice up my day is watching new movies or documentaries. I kind of get tired of watching the same series all the time, especially if it's a really, really long series with a bunch of seasons and like 20 episodes per season. I just can't commit to that. Like I don't have the time for that. So I like movies and documentaries for that reason because they're shorter and I can just watch it in one go and be done. And it's always fun for me to watch something new. I get really excited about that. So I actually signed up for emails from Netflix. And in the emails that I get, they promote new show and movie recommendations and notifications about movies or shows that are in the top 10 currently. So I like reading those emails about new suggestions. And I always have new things to watch because of it. But yeah, just try doing one new thing to spice up your day every day, whether it be as simple as going to Starbucks or trying a new restaurant, try cooking something new, taking a different route to work or school, going shopping, or just listening to new music that you don't usually listen to. If you're doing the same thing all day every day, your life isn't going to feel that exciting. You're just following the same routine and schedule that you always do, and it just kind of becomes habit after a while. And it's nice to change things up once in a while and do things differently because you never know what opportunities that might bring you. You might discover a new show that you absolutely love when you try watching something new. You might discover a new book series you really like if you go to Barnes & Noble and just pick up a random new book and buy it. You might discover a new coffee shop that you're obsessed with if you try going to a different one, and it's now your favorite place to sit and do work. You might discover a new artist on Spotify that you really like just by listening to new recommended music. Just do one new thing per day that spices up your life and makes your life feel more exciting. And like I said, it doesn't have to be something super extravagant. I'm not saying that you have to go skydiving after work or go backpacking across the country. Just do one little thing that you enjoy that makes your day feel like something enjoyable and something to look forward to that's not usually in your routine. And like I said earlier, I did start a self-care series on my TikTok and all of those things are really simple and you can incorporate into your days. I do, and they're different and enjoyable. So if you're looking for ideas of ways to spice up your life, feel free to check out my TikTok. I will have it linked in the show notes for you guys. But yeah, do one thing a day to spice up your life. So the next tip that I have for becoming the main character and romanticizing your life is to stop waiting for other people and become comfortable doing things alone. There were so many things that I wanted to do, but I didn't do them because I was waiting on my friends. I was waiting for their schedules to open up so that we could do something. I was waiting on my friends to be able to have the money to go do things such as traveling or going out to eat or doing certain activities. I was waiting for a response on whether they were down to do a certain thing and waiting weeks for our schedules to align. And I just kind of got tired of waiting to do the things that I wanted to do because I felt like I was just waiting around and doing nothing in the meantime. And 
sometimes it never worked out and I wasn't able to do those things that I really wanted to do. And this isn't a shot towards my friends at all, but I just realized that I can't live my life based on other people's timing and schedules. And I realized that not everybody's going to want to do the things that I want to do or be able to do the things that I want to do. And that's fine. There's nothing wrong with going out and doing things alone. You don't have to wait for other people all the time. If there's something you want to do, do it and learn how to become comfortable doing things alone. I know I've told this story before, but I always used to feel like I had to be with other people when I went out in public. I felt awkward being in public by myself, and I felt like people were going to think that I was a loner for doing that. But I just forced myself to do it because the only way out is through, and now I go out all the time by myself, and I don't even think twice about it, and I love it. Like, I am always by myself now. I will go shopping at the mall by myself. I will go thrifting by myself, I'll go to the gym or go walking by myself, I will get my hair or nails or massages and facials done by myself, I'll go to the coffee shop and work by myself on this podcast, anything that I want to do, I just go do it because why wait? And I don't want to sound like a loner, like I isolate myself and I'm very introverted. That's not the case. I still see my friends very often and I go out with them as much as I can. But I realize that not everything has to be done in groups. And if I personally want to do something, I can. I don't need to ask other people to tag along with me. And doing things alone really makes me feel like the main character and like I'm romanticizing my life because I'm just taking things in. I don't know if that makes sense, but there's just something so peaceful about doing things alone and just spending time with yourself, being comfortable just being with yourself and being in your element and noticing the little things in your surroundings. Like when you're with other people, you're having conversations and just not really taking things in and noticing your surroundings, which isn't a bad thing, but it's just so nice to be alone sometimes and notice things. I love going on walks and just seeing the butterflies and feeling the sunshine on my skin and seeing the little squirrels and bunnies and hearing the sounds of nature. And I love getting massages and listening to the Zen music that they play and just being in silence and my mind gets to chill. And I love going to the coffee shop and hearing the sounds of them making the drinks and the music they play and going to the mall and just looking at cute clothes and listening to fun music and buying fun things for myself. It's all just such a vibe. And there's something so relaxing about going on dates with yourself and doing things alone that you enjoy. But yeah, don't always feel like you have to wait on other people. Don't feel like you have to have other people with you in order to go out and do the things that you want to do. Don't feel weird about doing things alone in public. I promise that no one is paying that close attention to you. No one is judging you for being alone in public. I think if anything, it makes someone look cool and independent when I see them running errands by themselves or eating alone or shopping alone. It's definitely bold and it's hard at first. But like I said, if you aren't living your life for yourself, who are you really living it for then? If you're always waiting on other people to do the things that you really want to do, you're not living your life for you. Stop waiting and start taking action because waiting really gets you nowhere. So the last tip that I have for how to become the main character and romanticize your life is to stop viewing everything as cringy or embarrassing. 
This is one of my biggest pet peeves with our generation. I feel like I go on TikTok every single day and people are constantly talking about how everything is cringe or embarrassing or they're getting secondhand embarrassment from watching other people do things and it is just so annoying to me. I think that that is no way to live your life. Things are not that deep and I think people that are always focusing on what is cringy or embarrassing are really just projecting their own insecurities onto other people and they're scared to do the things that they're watching other people do and I think that if you enjoy something that's all that matters societal norms are made up things and if you don't pay any attention to them you won't feel affected by them but if you're always placing your focus on them and getting wrapped up in what is normal what is not what's cringy what is cool what's trendy what is chuggy you're not living your life for you you're living it for other people you're putting other people's opinions and beliefs above your own you're trying to live up to society's standards and satisfy everyone else but yourself. And I did this for a while with my social media. I was always way too scared to post anything and I hid for years, even though it's always been a burning passion of mine ever since I was very young, until one day I just got tired of hiding. I got tired of pleasing everyone else. I got tired of ignoring my own passions and desires and I just decided to finally do it. And I'm sure some people talked about me. I'm sure some people from my high school found it weird and maybe sent it to one another. I'm sure some people found it cringe. Like, I'm not going to sit here in denial and say that every single person that has come across my content loved it and thought it was the coolest thing ever. Like, people are going to perceive you and it's not always going to be in a positive way. But that's okay. Like, it, it is not a death sentence if somebody thinks that what I am doing is cringe. I just learned to not care. If someone doesn't like my page, it's not that deep. It's really not my problem. Like, they can unfollow me. They can choose to scroll past it or not look at it. And I enjoy posting and making content. It's one of my hobbies, so I'm going to continue to do it. It shouldn't matter if other people like it or not. It shouldn't matter if society views it as cringy or embarrassing. I just learned to not care about any of that at the end of the day. And the right people will align. I will attract the people that do enjoy my content and the hard work that goes into it. And I have. I will attract the people that support me. And I have. So just because a handful of people don't like what you're doing or they think it's weird or cringy doesn't mean that you should just completely stop and give up. So if you want to start the YouTube channel, start it. If you want to start taking pictures by yourself for Instagram in public, do it. If you want to start the podcast, do it. If you want to start posting content on TikTok, start. Who cares if you don't have any followers? Who cares if people stare at you in public? Who cares if people from your high school will see it? Who cares what other people will say about it? I know I told this story a long time ago, but the one time when I was in Los Angeles, I was taking Instagram pictures and this group of teenage boys just started mocking me and making fun of me like right next to me. And I just did not care in the slightest. I just kept going and taking my pictures until they just walked away because their opinions don't matter. A handful of those boys thought it was stupid or whatever, but the content got a ton of appreciation on social media. So that just goes to show that people are going to have their opinions regardless. People are going to talk about you in a negative way. People might find you cringy or embarrassing. People might even make fun of you, but there will always be people that support you. And outside validation doesn't matter as long as you're happy on the inside and you're doing what you love and you have self-validation.
Years ago, I probably would have been mortified by that interaction, but I just learned that the only opinion that matters is my own. And I'm not going to live my life hiding in the shadows trying to please everyone else and worry about what other people are going to do or say. I'm not going to sacrifice my own happiness and stop doing what I love just because other people find me cringy or embarrassing. And honestly, I don't think you can be the main character if you're only fueled by external validation and you're worried about everyone else's opinion but your own. The main character always does what they want and what makes them happy. The main character puts themselves first. The main character lives their life for themselves, not other people. The main character does what they love. So stop looking at everything as, what will other people say? What will other people think? Will other people think I'm weird? Will people talk about me? Are people going to think this is cringy? Are people going to stare at me? Who cares, dude? Like, at the end of the day, you're never going to see those people again. The world will remain the same before and after you do that thing that you've been wanting to do. It's not that deep. In the grand scheme of things, other people's thoughts and opinions and perceptions about you do not matter. So stop getting so hung up on that. Stop placing so much of your focus on that and just start doing it. And eventually you will get accustomed to the feeling of doing it and you won't even care anymore. But I just feel like it's so much harder to romanticize your life if you're so fixated on what other people are thinking and saying about you. You're not even enjoying your life because you're overthinking that so much. And you just have to realize that your happiness is more important than that. So it's important to learn self-love, self-validation, stop focusing so much on other people and stop focusing so much on societal norms and just do what you love. If you want to become the main character and start romanticizing your life, you have to put your feelings first sometimes. So that was the last tip that I had on how to become the main character and start romanticizing your life. Now I'm going to be talking about ways that you can romanticize your life this fall. I'm so excited to share these things. I made a whole list in my notes app and I plan on doing all of them. A lot of these things you can actually do by yourself if you don't have anyone else to do them with and I think they're all super cute and fun. So the first activity that I wrote for how to romanticize your life this fall is painting or carving pumpkins. I saw this idea on Pinterest and I thought that it was the cutest thing ever. Some lady painted little polka dots on pumpkins and I thought it was so, so cute and it's pretty affordable to do. Most pumpkins are only like 5 to $10 if you get the mini ones and I already have a lot of acrylic paint in my house so I definitely will be doing that. I think it's such a fun fall activity and it's definitely affordable and you can do it yourself. I'm sure that it is way easier than carving pumpkins too. Carving pumpkins is fun also, but it's also very time-consuming, and it can be really messy, and it's hard, honestly. So if you're looking for an easier activity, I think this is perfect. I wish I could, like, show examples on here of how cute they look, but I can't. There's no visual on here, but if you just look up painting pumpkin ideas on Pinterest, you will definitely see how cute they look, and... I think it's the perfect activity for a night in and it's so cute for decorating your porch or your house or room. So the next tip that I have for romanticizing your life this fall is going on a scenic drive. If you live in an area where you're able to, of course. 
My family goes on a fall drive every single year and I love it so much. We will always drive up to the mountains and we'll go to Seven Springs. If you're not from Pittsburgh, you might not know what that is, but it's a skiing resort. And during the fall, it is so beautiful there and I just love seeing all the leaves change and the last time we went up they were actually having a fall festival that weekend so we were able to go up the chairlift and see the mountains and it was one of the prettiest views that I had ever seen and I just think that it's so fun to see the scenery and have a little day trip away from my area if you're able to go to a fall festival that is always a plus I remember they had a bunch of craft beers, pumpkins, food, and jewelry for sale. They also had a band playing as well. But I think I'm actually going to a fall festival this weekend, so I'm super excited for that. I'll keep you guys posted. But if you're able to, I highly recommend going on a little drive and seeing the leaves change. Maybe go on a little road trip with your friends and have your playlist ready for the drive. I think that it would be so fun to rent a cabin too. You don't have to do all that, but that's just me. I'm very extra and I always go all out. But yeah, get some crisp, fresh air, see the leaves and the scenery. That always gets me in the mood for fall and I always romanticize that so much. So the next tip that I have for romanticizing your life this fall is having a night in and making fall blankets, cookies, and watching scary movies. I've also seen people make those fall baskets and I think those are so adorable. I don't have a significant other to do that for, but I think it's a super cute date idea. You could maybe even do it with one of your best friends, but I've seen people go to Michael's or Joanne Fabrics and buy cloth and make those super cute tie blankets, and they'll have little pumpkins or ghosts on them, and I just think that that is adorable. I don't think it's too expensive either to make them. I could be wrong, but I don't think the fabric is that expensive i don't think it's too pricey but that's also a fun fall activity that you can do and romanticize you could also play halloween music while doing that and i will definitely be making those halloween cookies this year those slap so hard and they're the easiest things ever to make you literally just put them on the pan and throw them in the oven you don't even have to make them from scratch but i think that that is such a fun idea for a night in you can use those blankets for years and years it would be such a cute decoration for fall too i love having little throw blankets and pillows around my house for the holidays for decoration so i highly recommend doing that i will 100 percent be doing that this year and i'm gonna have a blast doing it so another idea that i have for romanticizing your life for fall this year is making one of those haunted gingerbread houses i've seen many people make them on pinterest and i think that they are so cute can you tell that i'm a pinterest addict by this episode i feel like that's all i've been talking about but you can buy them at Walmart, I'm pretty sure, and I've seen people make them out of Kit Kats and M&Ms, and I just think that they're so cute. I know I've been mentioning a lot of indoor activities to do in this episode, but I'm trying to include everyone in this episode. I know that not everyone lives near a pumpkin patch or a farm to go on hay rides and stuff like that, and I feel like that stuff is kind of obvious for activities to do during the fall time. So I tried thinking of things that everyone could do, but... I think that that's just fun and different. Everyone makes the regular gingerbread houses during the holidays, so I think it's fun to do a little twist on it and make one of those haunted gingerbread houses for Halloween. 
So another idea that I had for romanticizing your life this fall is going thrifting and buying decor. Decorations can be literally so expensive if you're buying them from Home Goods or IKEA or just any regular store, especially if you're decorating your entire house. It adds up for sure. Like I literally spent $60 at Home Goods the other day when I was there on like four things. But I swear every time I go to my local Goodwill, I'm always seeing decorations for fall and winter. Even in the summertime, I will see them. And they're so affordable and so cute. I've seen glass pumpkins there, Christmas lights, fake leaves, throw pillows, and all sorts of things. And I think that with thrifting, you have more of a variety and you might even find vintage pieces that you obviously would not find at your local store. And I just love that you never know what you're going to find when you go thrifting. It's like a gold mine. So if you're looking to decorate your room or your house or apartment, I highly suggest going out and having a little thrifting day and buying some new pieces for your space. Another thing that I will be doing this fall to romanticize my life is going to Yankee Candle and buying some new fall scents. I love buying new candles, wax melts, and car fresheners for the fall. Fall scents are literally my favorite and I always splurge on them. I love anything pumpkin, cinnamon, vanilla, or spice scented and it makes my room feel so cozy whenever I have candles going or my wax melts and it just smells so good. I love those comforting scents that smell like cookies or pie or just anything sweet although they do make me hungry i'm not gonna lie but that's just one of my favorite things to ever do during the holidays i get so excited to just revamp my space and get some new scents so another idea that i had for romanticizing your life this fall is making homemade halloween costumes you could maybe even do a fun matching costume with your best friend or your boyfriend if you have someone to do that with, but I love making homemade costumes. I think it's so much more fun than just going and buying one because literally everyone gets their costumes from Spirit or Fashion Nova, so if you're buying one, you're probably going to end up having the same costume as someone else, and can we talk about how expensive they are? Halloween costumes are between like $50 to $75 now, and you're only wearing it for one night. But anyways, I just love having original costumes. Last year, I was Jennifer Check from Jennifer's Body, and I completely DIY'd that costume myself. The only thing that I had to buy was the iconic jacket, but other than that, it was an original costume, and I thought of it myself and planned the whole lookout, and the girlies ate it up last year. They loved it. It was a hit. And I just love being creative. I love envisioning a look in my head and recreating that, and doing my own planned out makeup look and outfit and hair and I don't know I just find it so fun and I like putting the time into that to make it look good and research what I want to buy and how I'm gonna make it I don't know maybe that's just me I don't know if I've ever mentioned this on here but whenever I didn't know what I wanted to do career-wise I was actually considering becoming a makeup artist because I just love makeup so much and the creativity and the art that comes with it and I always thought special effects makeup was cool. I chose a different career path obviously but that's why I like Halloween so much and coming up with my own costumes. Creating looks has always just been a hobby of mine. But anyways, if you don't have the time to plan out your own costume and you just have to buy one, I get that. But if you're creative enough and you're artsy and 
good at makeup and fashion. I think that that is such a fun activity for fall and your costume is going to stand out so much. And like I said, if you have a significant other or best friend that you can match with, I think that that would be so fun to go shopping and buy the supplies and make them together. I just like the experience of doing that and making my own rather than just going and buying one that I'm going to spend so much money on and never wear again. And you can find so many ideas on Pinterest, YouTube, and TikTok if you're looking for inspiration. But that's another fall activity that I think would be so fun to do to romanticize the season. So the last idea that I wrote in my notes app for how to romanticize your life this fall is to go apple picking and make fresh homemade apple pie or to buy fresh apple cider. Apple cider hits so hard. I love it so much. And the only time I really drink it is during the fall. So that drink always reminds me of fall. You could even make hot apple cider, but I feel like everyone always goes to the pumpkin patch for fall, but everyone always forgets about apple picking, and it's just as fun. It's different, too. Like, I feel like people buy pumpkins, and they don't even do anything with them, and they just rot on the porch and get thrown away. But if you buy fresh apples, you can make so many different things with them. You can make so many good desserts. Oh, I just thought you could buy fresh caramel or candy apples as well. I love caramel apples so much. They're amazing, but I highly recommend going apple picking. I really want to do that this year, but I just have to find one near me. So that is all I have for today's episode. I really hope that you guys enjoyed this one. I know I did. It was kind of a lighthearted episode to get you guys in the spirit for fall, but if you liked today's episode, I would appreciate it so, so much if you guys followed the podcast, left a five-star rating, and turned on the notification bell so that you know when I upload next. Also, feel free to follow me on my socials. I will have them linked down below like always. You can follow my personal Instagram for fashion, travel, and lifestyle content, or you can follow the podcast Instagram for quotes, affirmations, polls to vote for the next episode topic, and reels, or like I said earlier, you can feel free to check out my TikTok and check out the fall diary series that I created and the self-care challenge that I created. I will also link all of those playlists that I mentioned down below as well on Spotify for any of you guys that are interested in listening to them. But I think that's all I have to say for today. Thank you so much for listening if you guys listened all the way through and I will see you guys next week. Bye.